0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast. My name is Jackie Pilosoff, and I'm your host. I'm the creator and editor-in-chief of Divorced Girl Smiling, a media company comprised of a website, podcast, mobile app, and a list of wonderful divorce professionals. So I was at a wedding a few months ago, and I want to talk about something that the pastor of the ceremony talked about. So I'm kind of going to steal his sermon and kind of give you my own take on it because it really, really hit home for me. And it was about three kinds of love in a lasting romantic relationship. So if you're listening to this, you're either thinking of getting divorced or you're going through one or you're already divorced. And I think this would be a good episode to talk about if you're wanting another relationship, what's important and what the differences are between these different kinds of love. So I'm going to start with the three kinds of love, and he called them the three S's. One is spark, two is substance, and three is sacrifice. Let's start with spark, okay? So I think we all know when you first start dating someone, spark is the easiest kind of love to have. You're so attracted to each other. You can't stop kissing, holding hands, having sex, whatever it is. And what's so ironic is that a lot of long-term relationships lose the spark. The spark is fun. It's exciting. It's new. It's sexual. Spark can mean that you just want spark. You don't even want anything else. It can mean that you just want a casual fling or even a one-night stand. But the problem with spark in a long-term relationship is that I think a lot of people don't realize that you have to keep working at it. I mean, if you're with someone for 30 years, how do you keep that spark going? And so how do you bring it back to when you were first dating, romantic dates, long weekends, lots of hand-holding, snuggling, and really feeling like you can't get enough of the person? And I want to tell you that it is definitely possible. And it's not only possible to keep spark with someone from a long-term relationship, but it's possible to get it back. So I want to talk about how to keep the spark despite your husband's man body or your wife's muffin top and wrinkles and flab and love handles and all the lovely things that happen as we age. Spark ignites, in my opinion, from the non-physical. It ignites from kindness, thoughtfulness, trust, respect, and commitment. Spark disappears when someone is mean to you, someone doesn't show you respect it's hard to find the spark when you feel like you can't trust your spouse or if he or she seems distant or not fully committed to the relationship spark is at its best when couples see that their spouse is there for them through thick and thin through let's say cancer or a job loss when they say don't worry about it i got you for now or when something happens to, God forbid, your child. The spark is also wonderful when one spouse shows the other spouse how proud he or she is of her. Like when you get promoted or you've lost 20 pounds, the spouse doesn't get jealous or insecure. The spouse celebrates with you. And in order for couples to be truly happy, the spark that they have on their wedding day needs to be maintained throughout the marriage, even in year 10, 20, 30, and 40. And I'm not going to say that if you've been married for 40 years, you're going to be ripping each other's clothes off every night to have sex. That's not what I mean by spark. Spark means many, many things. And spark can be the same, even if it's two people in their 80s snuggling under the covers and kissing. So just think about that. What do you want in your next relationship? What have you learned from your past relationships about how to keep the spark, how to not let it go for too long without addressing issues? So just think about that. I'm going to move on to number two, substance. Before I do that, though, we're going to take a short break This is the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast. We're talking about three kinds of love in a lasting romantic relationship. We'll be right back. Do you feel like maybe your spouse is hiding money? Or maybe you feel like you're going through a divorce and your soon-to-be ex is hiding money? If this is the case, or if you just want to feel more organized financially and you want to become empowered to make good financial decisions before, during, or after your divorce, I would highly recommend going to FraudCoach.com. Tracy Conan is your fraud coach. Tracy is a CPA and a very experienced forensic accountant who created three money guides, The Divorce Money Guide, the Marriage Money Guide, and the Post-Divorce Money Guide. And what these three tools are, are they are handbooks that you can do by yourself, and it's like hiring a forensic accountant without the expense. So if you want to learn more, go to FraudCoach.com, or you can find the money guides under the Trusted Partners page of Divorced Girl Smiling. I also want to mention divorce attorney, Anna Krolakowska. So I have known Anna for about, I'm going to say 10 years. Boy, she is just a lovely person, but Anna is a really, really good attorney, extremely experienced, really smart, a complete go-getter. And she's also a trained mediator. So if you think you can mediate your divorce, and even if you're in a high conflict divorce, mediation is definitely a possibility. And I think Anna could really help you. She is on the North Shore of Chicago and sees clients all throughout Illinois. So you can find Anna at Anna K. Law or under Trusted Partners on Divorced Girl Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilosoff. I'm your host. Today, we are talking three kinds of love in a lasting relationship. The three S's, which are spark, substance, and sacrifice. I'm moving on to number two, substance. So I remember when I was in my 20s, I was dating this really, really good-looking, adorable guy, and the spark was definitely there. And one of my friends said to me, If you found out that so-and-so was unable to ever have sex again, would you still want to be in the relationship? And honestly, I can't remember how I answered the question, but he and I broke up obviously. So spark was the only element we had. And where spark is the appetizer of a relationship, substance is the meat. Substance is what happens when a couple lives together and starts going through life together. Substance is how your spouse reacts when, I'll give you an example, recently we had a gas leak in our home and we were both freaking out and we were homeless for a couple days and we had to go stay at a hotel. And substance tells you a lot about the person. I mean, we didn't yell and scream at each other. You know, honestly, if I think back to my marriage, that's what would have happened. We would have started yelling and screaming and been in bad moods. But my now relationship, which I think is very, very healthy, is we both just kind of said, okay, let's get out of here. Let's pack a bag and leave for a night. Substance is also, let's say, for example, you have a baby and you see your spouse at his or her worst because you're sleep deprived. You might be resentful that your spouse didn't get up with the baby to bottle feed in the middle of the night. Substance is also when you have a baby and you see your spouse has this happiness that you never knew even existed in him or her And substance is also when one of your parents dies and you see your spouse so devastated and you don't even know what you can do for the person. So the person who officiated the wedding I was at said that substance is everything except for spark and sacrifice, which I'm going to get to sacrifice in a second, but... Substance is how you get along. It's the trust in your relationship. It's the commitment you have sometimes. Even if you feel you're a little trapped, you make a decision in your mind that you're committed. And if you need to, you're going to go to therapy to work on the relationship. You're not going to look outside the relationship for happiness Because I really believe that love is a choice. And if you loved somebody enough to marry them, then you can get that love back. It's the respect you show each other. The substance is sticking with your spouse, even when he or she is at their worst. Maybe they're suffering from depression. Substance is also the friendship in your relationship. If you have substance, I think it's easier to maintain spark because you're vested. You believe in the relationship and you're fostering the attraction part to keep things fresh, exciting, enjoyable. You'll do everything you can to keep your spouse happy. And you know that your spouse is gonna do everything he or she can to keep you happy. So this might sound a little bit trite, but relationships take work. They are like watering plants. If you're upset about something that your spouse is doing, it's not easy to confront your spouse and say, Look, you know, this has been bothering me lately. It's uncomfortable and it's awkward to bring things up in a relationship that isn't making you happy. But if you bring them up, you have a chance to work at them instead of festering resentment. I am gonna move on to the third kind of love in a lasting romantic relationship. Number three, sacrifice. So I have heard a lot of couples say, oh, I'd do anything for her. I'd do anything for so-and-so. But do they really mean it? And that's exactly what sacrifice is. Sacrifice is selflessness for someone else. It can be something big, it can be something medium, it can be something small. Sacrifice is going to 10 in vitro sessions because you know how much your wife wants a child. Sacrifice is taking care of your spouse when he or she is sick. Sacrifice is telling your friends you can't go watch the football game at a bar tonight because you wanna take your wife out for dinner to celebrate her promotion or your wedding anniversary. Sacrifice is moving to another state for your spouse's job. It's taking the dog out in a snowstorm because you don't want your spouse to have to do it. Sacrifice is the ultimate giving. It's giving of yourself because you love your spouse so much that you want to give. And I personally think sacrifice is the most beautiful kind of love I know. It's putting your partner before your own needs. Sacrifice is loyalty, it's true love, and it's standing by your spouse no matter what. Now, I wanna say something on a side note. I'm not saying that you should stand by your spouse under any circumstance. For example, if your spouse has a mental illness and you wanna stand by the spouse, but it's just too toxic, it's abusive, it's unbearable, If the person is, for example, an alcoholic and he or she asks you to be by his or her side while in recovery and you say, absolutely, that's sacrifice. But by the way, no judgment if you decide not to stay with an alcoholic because maybe the person won't get help or maybe the person is being abusive. So when I talk about sacrifice, I don't mean it in a way where You should live an unhappy, toxic life just to sacrifice for your spouse. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about both people need to be happy. Nothing is ever perfect, but you'll know if you should stay or leave. In your gut, you will know. So in closing, I want to say that these three kinds of love, spark, substance, and sacrifice are all intertwined. And if you have all three, it really makes for a happy, healthy, sustainable, romantic relationship. If one of these kinds of love is missing, the relationship will suffer. The other thing I want to say is the spark, the substance, and the sacrifice all have to be two-sided. Nobody can do this by themselves. The couple has to both want to do it. I would say a good place to start would be to listen to this podcast with your spouse and see what the person says. If they're rolling their eyes and saying, oh, this is a bunch of crap. We don't need this. Well, that's an issue. So I do want to end on a really good note. If you're willing to nurture the spark and the substance and the sacrifice The gift of the relationship can be absolutely beautiful and wonderful, and I really wish everybody the best in finding all three S's in your new relationship moving forward. I have to say, I decided to do this podcast on my eight-year anniversary with my now spouse, and I have to say, I found the three. It took me a really long time, but I did it and I wish that for you too. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really hope this was helpful. If you want to read articles or listen to more podcasts or look at the list of my trusted divorce professionals, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you real soon.